This week on the Push Wallows podcast, meal prep, protein bars, and is this the death of women's sport? Three, two, one. I'm officially announcing I'm going to compete. And I think in the 2028, is there 2028 Olympic Games? In some sort of women's event. Why not? Hey guys, welcome to the Push for Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tomo. It's kind of a, that was bitter, was it? <laughs> oh, you know him not at all, mate. I got, um, it's funny actually, I got a comment on uh, about that, that, what I talked about, about the um, the transgender woman competing in, in women's sport and um someone put, uh, replied uh, it was really funny i mean i'll read it word for word um imagine being such a sore loser that you change genders just to win <laughs> i was like fucking savage <laughs> savage um so yeah we're going to talk about the transgender athlete uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that yeah that's uh yeah. third on the bill i think uh yeah after we've uh Tied some loose ends third. up, so we're all good. Oh, for third, we just got to talk about food first, obviously. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Um, what's going on with you, mate? Dan made a little trip good, to Northampton. Northampton. Yeah, busy today. Went to see the Bison and Battle crew, obviously, except Mike, because he's not um, in the country. It's in Miami, isn't Northampton. He? He's in Miami at the moment. He's on holiday. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a holiday. It's not, it's not like COVID's happening. Well, mate, when you live in Dubai, you can do what you want, you know, you can move <laughs> around or all over the place. But um, yeah, so he's um, he's there at the moment, and uh, I think he's working for a bit of it, and then holidaying for some of it as well. Um, so yeah, I think he's he's there. But no, it was a good day, good day, good to see actual human beings as well for a change, which is nice. As I mean, opposed to doing it through Zoom as, all a, time. as, as, as opposed to your girlfriend and your daughter. Yeah, they're they're the same ones. I see them all the time. Mate. It doesn't count. <laughs> Different human beings. Okay, different yeah, ones that's, you know. that's, a, that's a better way of saying it <laughs> yeah all right different ones then if i be politically correct <laughs> they don't listen it's fine just mm. just just think when isabel like she obviously has, she obviously knows that you do a podcast or whatever do yeah that's what she thinks time. i do as a job she that's what she thinks i do as my job is podcast oh really yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like not quite not quite. I wish. Uh, that'd be a lot yeah. better. Uh, if we just got paid be much to do more this. fun. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to just pay to do this every day. Easy. About it. Yeah, it'd be absolutely easy. But yeah, there's going to be a time where she like looks it up and like, oh, my daddy. And there'll be like people who listen to it. Yeah. She'll be like, talk oh, shit. Yeah. Awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah. <laughs> do you know do what? You by the time she actually is old enough to find it and listen to it, we might actually have more than 100 listeners. So, I mean, maybe. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> might be all right by then, you know, rather than the yeah. four at the moment we've got. I mean, I did I did put it out like the other day, didn't I, on my uh, stories. That we're, we're, we're hovering at like 147 ratings. I mean, because we always ask for ratings at the end of the show, but maybe at the start. Uh, yeah, please don't rate it. Like, 147 ratings, most of them good. And um, yeah, just click on the five star, just yeah, submit it, bosh. Leave some it. If you really want to leave a comment, then I will read it at some point. Um, yeah, so I think we, we haven't had one for no. absolutely ages. So the annoyingly no. that they uh, we we our audience has shifted. Uh, maybe because we tend to put the link up because 
iTunes don't let you do it or Apple Podcasts, but Spotify allow you to have the link direct from your Instagram story. But we have diverted probably a third of our listenership is now through Spotify. A good healthy chunk of it is still through Apple Podcasts. But yeah, at least a third of our listenership. So at least say there's 10 people listening, at least three of them are now listening through Spotify. So yeah, insane that. Because they're good. Because Spotify is a great thing and everybody should have premium. And if you can't, if you can't afford a premium, then get the premium family account because you and your another person can share it. Um, but Easy. What is it? How much is it? 12 quid? Don't know. Something like that. 12.99 maybe. It's it's not enough to you for you to notice and it's so wonderful because that is just worth us ourselves. We should start a Patreon really, but I, I kind of thought about it the other day because it always it always tells me when I log in like you should start a Patreon because you just earning like one dollar per like or one pound per listener could earn you this. I'm like, oh, it looks so much effort. Um, then I have to talk about it and taking money off people like doing that's weird, but yeah, Are we providing a mm. service. Nah, not really. Maybe, maybe once we get to episode three hundred, then we we feel like we should uh, <laughs> get paid slightly. But yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people do it. Obviously, patrons, and uh, but I feel like you have to give a little. Maybe we'll have to do some sexy photos. So, well, we could do like a <laughs> a calendar. We could do yeah, like yeah. a um. You could almost do like a. I've seen people do patrons before, where they sort of say everyone gives like if you give two pound. A month everyone who gives a two pound is put into a drawer and you say that like, every six months we could have like a day together where we train talk Ooh, about stuff that's like, a great idea. food like and like you have that's a, a prize draw, so basically all, all the money yeah will go towards that day essentially well exactly yeah and it's a bit of a you know it's like a lucky dip thing you know where it's like well you, the longer you stay in it the, you know we could do it every three four months whatever you decide it to be but i mean that sounds a lot more people do it because all, if obviously only two people do it people. and if only two people do it and we do it every like four months at 16 quid, it's not going to, you know, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a weird one. Like I think the more I think I don't listen to many podcasts. I've just started listening when I'm driving now, cause I'm driving, I'm doing a bit more in terms of driving. I put podcasts on all the time when I'm driving cause it's much nicer. Um, and I listened today to Stephen Bartlett, the diary of a CEO is quite good. Um, he's a bit, uh, there's a few things I don't like about him, but he's obviously a very, very clever guy. And, um, I'll tell you what I don't like about him in a sec. But he had, like, Ant Middleton was on. Uh, I listened to him. Uh, Rhea Ferdinand was actually a really interesting, uh, a really interesting one. I mean, like, you've, no, you've I, named I did the two same people thing. that I can't stand. Uh, no, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I thought Ant Middleton was also a prick. I was like, I, don't, I think he's a bit of a prick. But then listening to actually an hour and a half podcast where he explains yeah. why he is the way he is and his upbringing and all this sort of stuff, actually quite enlightening. And the same with Rhea Ferdinand. Like, actually he's not as thick as you might think he is like with because obviously with the football and stuff and like a few little things like that and he obviously has a few taboo subjects on there as well which is quite interesting to listen to but um he um yeah like obviously at that level like he just does it because he gets the advertising from it and he advertised the reason this is the reason i don't like him is he's like really pushing huel he's like oh um, i feel fantastic drinking huel like it's such, so great to have clean nutrition in my diet whenever i have a bit of junk food i feel shit and like it's great to have the sponsors i'm like shut the fuck up because you've fucking invested in it i was like <laughs> no one should be drinking their meals throughout the day you idiot no. um but yeah i i do like him I, I and again as i'm not as someone who isn't a big listener of podcasts like admittedly which is weird because i do one with you i actually think that's probably what makes our podcast fairly decent is that we don't try and make it like anything else because we just chat shit right is yeah i don't i don't know the value in a podcast i don't know the value that people see in turning up every week of us doing this obviously we do it every week without fail pretty much um and if you did start a patreon like 
would anyone give him? I I don't listen to any enough to be like to feel that that I suppose the weird one. As well, I yeah, you do. I've I've listened to there's a probably there's a, I think there are a few listeners who have reached out to me previously who listen to the same show as me, which is uh, around the NFL. Basically, it was unfortunately one of them just died of cancer, had like a real struggle, but it was really quite like shit. I've been listening to this guy for eight years. And now he's not in my life. Like, it's really strange. Like, it's almost obviously like people have come up to us at like Body Power and going, Tom, we're like, I don't know who you are, but they obviously know a lot about us yeah. <laughs> from listening to this show. So it's almost like you become their friend kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. so that was a little bit strange. But I also, I've never, I've never purchased anything from them, to be fair. I don't know any merchandise because they obviously work for the NFL. So I think it's more part of a company more than anything else. Mm-hmm. But there's certain other ones that I do. Um, I have I have like thrown them like especially when it's a donation to charity or something like that I'm like yeah why not that's that's cool it's like mm-hmm. you guys doing it for free don't get any money but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah some just I just effects. find it I just I, I just don't know if people's heads would be out with that with Patreon and stuff like, that. like I've seen YouTubers have got them before and like, and like I said I've seen that before where they kind of throw everyone into a prize draw and go right first prize yeah I think that'd be a fun thing hoodie too. maybe maybe things maybe like that we do but that at I some think... point but we uh, we probably put like. I can get permission to do the My Protein group. Maybe you do the Biceps and Banter group as well. And then we do a big mixture of it all. And then we just yeah. announce it at some point. That'd be fun. I think as well, like it, it's also, I think, then defining what people who are listening want from the podcast. Because at the moment, me and you just chat shit. And if that's what they want, then that's fantastic. But <laughs> the other thing as well that I've seen before is Patreons get to post questions to them we, we, that we answer. We talk about topics we talk about, stuff like that, which... Hey, look, if you want to pay a pound a week or a pound a month for that, then crack on, like, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> I, it's just little things, isn't it, you know? It just might might be someone wants to do something like that. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but... Yeah. Um, oh, well. It was interesting you just brought up Huel. So that was one topic I did want to talk about. So um, just because, obviously, my uh, better half has decided to do some, like, meal prep stuff. Um, so to tr- more... I think it's more the fact that she needs to round her calories, as Dan knows, because uh, he coaches her. Um, <laughs> she needs a more of a set routine in terms of her calorie intake um, and it being all the way through. So, but she's not done Huel, just to put that there. Um, but um, there, obviously, there's a there's a few on the market now because we were talking about it. Like, obviously, we were going back and forth on which ones to pick and whatever. And she did sign up for one. And then I quickly like had to obviously look it up, and I got hounded by adverts, all the stuff, by it straight away, by about four or five of them. But then I decided because I was like, well, this would be really boring for me, and every single time she always complains that I'm eating other food. So I've decided to do it as well, Daniel. Um, so as a supportive boyfriend, um, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. I could lose a bit of weight, like it's fine. Um, I could, yeah, get a little bit trimmer. I, I, obviously, I could just eat more food if I really want to. So um, I'm gonna just stick it at 2,000 calories. Then I can have an extra kind of meal on the back end if I want to. And then Chloe's, I think she's going for like 1,200ish. Uh, um, or I'm gonna, I know actually she's got she's getting 1,500, and I'm gonna take one of her meals away from her, uh, basically because I worked it out. So there was lots of different ones. So be careful if anybody like looks at this stuff. So we're using love yourself. Um, no plug, anything like that, I'm not getting paid. Um, but it was quite good in the fact that like uh, some of the money off, but the only thing is they don't give you particular like macros, like a lot of them do, which is slightly annoying, but on the performance plan, 
I was like reading through all of them and then I worked out the macros for uh, the performance plan one because I was like, all right, which one has the most protein? And that one does because it's like a 35-35-30 split basically. Yeah. And I was like, that's a little bit better in terms of roundedness. So I'm going to do that. So what are your thoughts on those, Daniel, as a nutrition man? I think they're, I think they're very, very convenient and very good. I'd much rather people go with that route than um, shakes and meal replacement shakes, stuff like that, um, because you're actually eating real food. There's taste, there's texture, there's, there's all that sort of stuff to it. Um, I think for those people that are busy and you know, like, like you are, like you both are as well, there's the busyness, but also the convenience of like going, well, a lot of people want it there. And then it's also why I think I quite like the Gusto stuff is that although it's a bit mm. different, it's kind of like, well, when we get our meals through, we can see the calories in each portion. And it's kind of like, well, if you don't add anything to it, it doesn't really, you know, you're going to have half of it. So it's kind of like, well, we know what they are. And obviously it's a bit different because you have to cook it, but you can't cook extra because it's like, well, you just get the portion size. It's, it yeah. it's kind of is, is what it is. And I think with the, um, the only thing with the meal prep stuff that I find is, is difficult is that the, the veg portions often a little bit on the smaller side because they just don't send that much of it and, and things like that really uh, in, yeah, my I've, I've, in, in my experience in my experience it's always been a little bit on the ott side so especially when you're on a lower calorie thing and this oh, really? is um obviously like probably one of the most popular ones i don't know i also think as well just to caveat that i think because you're in london you have much more range choice. of choice yeah, yeah, yeah. i we think that's the thing yeah i can yeah there's at least like five that i knew off the top of my head that i could kind of yeah. go towards right and then i know one of my clients is a chief investor of one of them so i was like oh look at them but i was like um but they were they were like 40 quid a week more expensive so these ones are all right yeah. in terms of um, going through but the i guess yeah. the most popular one for trainers is the fresh fitness food fff um we were actually taught they talked to us previously uh, about being a, a vague sponsor of the show apparently some be at fresh fitness food lessons but i was just like truly honest we don't use the product and um yeah it's absolutely fine but we'd rather use the product if we're going to be sponsors or whatever um yeah and but but it was the the one thing by then who i know chloe had done it before previously it might have changed but when in doubt and they need to pack out a meal fuck me do they use cabbage jesus cabbage, yeah. christ cabbage yeah. is the way forward like they love a bit of fucking red yeah. cabbage they're just like pile it in, shred it in cabbage. and you're like yep cabbage here you go you're like what why is cabbage a thing like when i've been like reasonably good there's something about the summer that obviously like makes you like have more salad right and i literally just go and buy like those big bags of salad and just like bosh cut mm. up some tomatoes and then put some chicken on it and that's essentially my meal um and if i'm feeling a little bit like oh i'll grab like a pit of bread or a flatbread or something like that to put it in yeah um, but yeah it's very strange so that'd be interesting i'm gonna go week by week see how see see what menu i get be interested um yeah, yeah i just I've think never, with I've those it's, it's yeah. proper one before it's so be interested to see how, how they go i think the margins on them are so tight though with those things i think it's um other people i've had clients before use it and you know they'll have some weeks where you know they get the delivery and two of the boxes are smashed and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, uh, I think teething problems like that that crop up. Got, you know, we we'll crop up with anything. But um, I think it'll be it'll be fine because I'm only I'm looking at like two thousand calories, and it's not like the end of the world if like one of the the cheesecake is smashed. I'll be like, it's alright, it's alright. Yeah. I think I'm talented enough to realize what I can eat elsewhere. And most of the time, like especially today, like I had about seven eight clients, then had to do a call and a video, and then I'm on with you, like literally my grab and go food is like running out prep 
I did that two yeah. to three times today, and I'm like, this has got to be better, surely. <laughs> surely it is. Like, yeah. can't just keep fueling Pratt, basically. Um, yeah, they're coming out of uh, their COVID thing just by me funding them. All right. Um, yeah, so that'd be interesting. Uh, we got a protein bar? I've got some, yeah. <laughs> I got protein wow, pantry ordered, mate. I got some protein pantry. Oh, wow. The real deal. None of this fucking. Uh, I, anybody who's listening who sell, sends me protein bars, I have moved house, FY. Um, so don't send it to my old flat. <laughs> me, basically. <laughs> basically, you can't. Yeah, delete that. Books or just um, phone out. Um, right. I believe I've got three here. Have you got three? We're gonna do two. I've got. Right? I've I got need to order some more. Egg hunt. Yeah. And hazel naughty brownie. Yeah, yeah. I've got a I chocolate truffle. Believe you've truffle. already had the chocolate truffle. Have you had that one? Chocolate truffle. I think so. I think that's the first one I did because you didn't have them and I did. Because so, um, they took about seven weeks to get here. Uh, no, it must have been caught on the because uh, of Brexit, wasn't it? Because of Brexit. Must That's have been, definitely. yeah, from Devon yeah. or wherever it is. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go yeah. Hazel Naughty Brownie, I believe. That's pretty good. And we're this is building my hopes up that it is a vegan bar. And as we know, when it, I know. they tend to be better than the normal ones. So this is going to be interesting. And we've got Egg Hunt White Protein Bar. Does that mean there's a there's a there's like a milk chocolate one? Dark one as well? Or not? I mean, mine's a little bit crumbled, a little bit not better, but it's also an Easter thing, I'm guessing. I'm not too sure why it's still, still there. So, uh, which why we, what are we going first? Excuse me, which one are you looking forward to? I mean, I feel like the hazel naughty brownie is going to be better, so I need the best bite last. So I need to do yeah, that, do that. last. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to open my, the egg egg hunt white. My eggy bit has has spilled out over the edge. Wow, that's what she said. Um, so we've got a protein bar, our Easter special. So it's got chocolate protein bar, gooey vanilla yolk fondant dipped in sweet white chocolate topped with crushed mini Easter eggs and crunchy milk chocolate nest. Um, yeah. Macros, 308 calories, quite a lot, quite a lot of calories in this one. Um, 12 grams of fat, 30 grams of carb, and then 20 grams of uh, the old protein. Pretty standard. I think they're all 20 grams, aren't they? Always, uh, Daniel Meek is absolutely gorging his face off from this one. Absolutely loving it. I can see it in his face. I don't know. <laughs> I can't open it. Jesus. These, a resealable bag again. All right, that's the best really thing chewy. about these bars. Oh, mate. So mine has, I think, been, uh, I don't know. What would you say? It's like good. It is good. Yeah. It's proper good in this bag. Oh. Like, <laughs> that is uh, that is one gooey cave, my people. Um, so yeah, that is not something. And I really want to rip the bag, but because the bag is so good, I can't rip it um, because there's a resealable container. Basically, too chewy again. Too chewy. I need to get down the gym. Oh, Siri, I don't know what you're doing. Um. <laughs> um, so basically, guys, it's, it's essentially a block of the protein mix that they put in. It's then got a layer <laughs> of like the egg yolk, which is supposed to be obviously for the cream egg. And then white chocolate around the outside with some mini eggs. 
on top. Um, hey, I'm going to attack it from the other end because uh, I can't get it. Yeah. I can't get it out. It's uh, um, it's all right. It's um, still the texture for me. I don't. I can't get right. I can't get over it. It's too chewy. It's too much. There's so much better stuff out there now. This is the problem. You see, they've got to step their game up. Um, it's still obviously better than any other like normal protein bar, but for the calories as well, there's it's higher in calories in that one. It's just it's high in calories. Yeah. Oh, I'd finish. I'd I'd finish it. I'd finish it. That's probably what I'd say. I'd finish it. Basically, our rating system is going to be: Will Dan give it to Laura or not? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I'd, I'd actually finish that one, but it's still too chewy. And I like the idea of like the they've got um, chocolate covered cornflakes on top and the mini eggs, but it, it just it's just trying to hide from the fact it's not actually that fantastic. Yeah, it's 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 your childhood. It's just kind sweet. Of, it's your childhood like egg nest kind of thing, right? That you make when you're younger. And um, for Easter, just with some protein around it, I think, <laughs> if I'm truly honest. And some I'm goo. more excited about the hazel naughty, to be honest. The hazel naughty does look good, doesn't it? It looks good. It's got the same kind of uh, thing as the last cake one. So and it is cakey. It looks cakey. Fudge brownie filled with rich, Moorish, totally vegan Nutella. Nice. Uh, bit of sweet dark chocolate started with golden crunch. 15 grams of protein because obviously the vegan ones have a little bit less protein in. So 275. So yeah, pea protein isolate. Lovely job. Much better. 20 grams of protein. Much better. Really? Much, much better. I haven't even got any of the Nutella bit yet. But I can tell it's much better. The texture of it is just like a brownie. They've nailed it. Yeah, that's nice. Let's just sack off the normal protein. Just go with the vegan one. Yeah. All right. I think what they should do with that, though, if they can, is make it thicker and not as long. I think yeah. that would be better if it was a thicker... It's quite a, a long, flat brownie. If they, like, halved it and put it on top of each other... I think that would be mm. better, and it probably the calories would go down because you wouldn't have to use as much. Chocolate. They could use, like they could use that plant protein in a normal bar. Don't even call it a vegan bar. Just add other shit to it that t- that's tastier. That's not vegan. I don't get it. Yeah. Let's have to add a certain amount of fat to it. I wonder if it's the fat added to it that's the thing that makes it taste that way. But then saying that, this one's got... No, the normal Fair ones enough. have got 12 grams of fat. It's only actually 3 grams. not like it's a million miles away, but there's less protein, yeah. obviously. Yeah, um, just a bit more. If I had to pick, I'd, I'd have that brownie every day. Yeah, so the Swalsome Foods... I mean, Dan's still got to try the other one, but that was the first one I tried, and it was underwhelming. Um, <laughs> go If you're going to go and buy from them, go get the vegan ones. The vegan ones. As much as it pains me to say it, right? Look, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's they are much better, much much better. Hundred mm. percent. Oh, lovely, lovely job. All right, mm. two topics. Actual gym based, obviously. This was number three on it. Was yeah, what I was talking about at the start. 
Jesus. So Laurel Hubbard is to become. So I think we talked about this previously, and we'll outline why that uh, why we're correct and this is incorrect. Um, yeah, because <laughs> it falls into the same category of when we've talked about. Say, I I think it's wrong that people like who's the who's the lad Justin Gatlin, so can seem to. And Dwayne Chambers, these lads, right, 100-meter sprinters, seem to have the longest careers. There's no – I think there's an absolute correlation that people like say, oh, Usain Bolt has had to retire. Yet Tyson – or not Tyson Gay, um, the other lad, Justin Gatlin seems to be running like nearly sub nine, like 10 seconds up until the age of 40. Okay. So we'll, we'll preface this why. So Laurel Hubbard, the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics. She is 43 and has already won the, uh, I don't know, something over there in 2017, 2018, most recently, I think. Gold medal at the, uh, their games. I guess similar to the European Championships, but over Australia, Samoa, all that, New Zealand, the Pacific Games, there you go. And she beat Samoa. 2019, she won the gold medal. Um, so only a year ago. And she had been barred uh, from doing the Commonwealth Games, but she's allowed to go to the Olympics as a female transgender athlete. Daniel, talk to me. So I posted this and I just said, um, and so it begins the death of women's sport. And the biggest problem with this discussion is that transgender people will see it as an attack on them. And it is categorically not any attack whatsoever on any transgender person for their transition, for their gender, whatever. This is about defending women's rights. This is a women's rights issue. This is not transgender issue. It's not. And the people that want to make it that, that, again, I sympathize with them. They're constantly told they can and can't do things or whatever, and they're probably ridiculed and all this sort of stuff. No one is ridiculing anyone for being transgender. This is not what the discussion is about. But the problem is they take it as an attack, and they get very defensive, very emotional, right? This is just a purely biological like discussion about women's rights in sport and the integrity and fairness of women's sport. And the problem is, is it will get turned around as a discussion about being transphobic, which again, you can fire that, but I've just explained why that's not the issue. It's not. And I've said this before. I said, I'd, I'd be say, having the same argument if they were saying that women have to run against horses in a running race. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's, it's, not, about, it's not about whether it's a horse or a trans woman. It's about the women's rights to fairness and integrity of their sports. That's what it's about. And the problem, <clears throat> the problem that I've got with it is that this whole thing has started about because of inequality. This whole thing, this whole argument has started about because of inequality. And the problem is that since trying to include everyone, it's now become unequal. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's gone mad. You're tr- so uh, my argument was just have unisex then. Fuck it. Just have man versus woman. What? No, because women would get hurt. It's simple. It's a fact. Like men have far far higher bone mineral density they can take more load on their body they can take more stress and strain on the body their muscles are, are categorically different like in terms of size musculature how they're built tendons joints everything bone structure in terms of like the way the hips are made and the speed of running mechanics 
throwing mechanics. So, like I could go on and on and on. This isn't about whether trans women should be allowed to compete. Like I said, in my, in my discussion point, they should have their own category. If, if this was a trans issue and we were transphobic, we'd say they shouldn't ever compete. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Let them have their own category in the Olympics. That's cool. Let them have their own category. And that's fine. You can set new records then. Transgender woman sets new record for Olympic weightlifting snatch or whatever. I would support that. No problem whatsoever. So it's not a transphobic thing before, again, anyone gets wrong into the stick. And this has been seen across the, across the world. Like I've seen it. I've, and since posting that, I got sent loads of other examples. And I want to read one out to you. So basically, for those of you that don't know, there is a UFC fighter called Fallon Fox. Now, Fallon Fox is uh, a trans woman. She's 45 and she transitioned when she was 30. She had a fight against a woman who did not know that Fallon Fox was a trans woman. And um, the person that she fought against, the UFC fight, the fight lasted two minutes. The referee was forced to halt the contest because uh, her opponent was overpowered by Fox to an extent that she had orbital bone fracture inside her skull, right? It lasted two minutes. She had, yeah, seven stitches, orbital bone, bone fracture. That's like in your skull, like in it, right? And there's a quote here from the woman. I fought a lot of women and have never felt the strength that I felt in a fight as I did that night. I can't answer whether it's because she was born a man or not because I'm not a doctor. I can only say I've never felt so overpowered ever in my life. And I am an abnormally strong female in my own right. Her grip yeah. was different. I could usually move around in the clinch against other females, but couldn't move at all in Fox's clinch. I repeat, this is not about trans women's rights and, and an issue that I have with them. It's not. This is about the safety of women's sport and the integrity of it. It's as simple as that. And no one can convince me otherwise. And I know people might be like, oh, that's really, you know, that's really close minded. It's not. It's not. It's just fact. This is fact. You wouldn't let a man go in that ring with a female and let the man beat her to smithereens. You just yeah. wouldn't. And then, so, so looking, obviously, you've highlighted that example of literally the biology of it, right? And then you have to, I mean, I was using the example is what I will late. In layman's terms, people seem to understand drugs, okay? And I'm not saying these people are drug takers because they're legally allowed to do this kind of stuff, right? But the the thing I use with the, the Justin Gatlin thing, he was using an abnormal yep. amount of THG, drugs, whatever, and he was training on those drugs, okay? So therefore, he has had a training benefit. It'd be like going, all right, Daniel, I'm going to compete with you and be like... I'm allowed to eat 3,000 calories for the next five years uh, every day, and you're only allowed to have 1,000 calories for the next five years. Okay, crack on. Let's see who performs better in five to 10 years' time, and we're going to do a weightlifting competition. I guarantee I'm going to beat you. Guarantee it. Because 100%. I've got more energy, I'm going to train on more stuff. I've got loads more stuff or hormones going through my body. So to put that in perspective for trans, like, like so that that person who is UFC, they they trans when they were 30. So they've had an increased amount of testosterone all the way through, yeah. and training effect, training mm -hmm. as a male all the way through their life until they are 30 until they could get their testosterone down to a limit. But and that does not negate that like they've actually had the training effect and built up the musculature of a man 
with an excessive amount of testosterone. So they've already had the benefit. And you're like, it's like me going, like, yeah, I've, I've yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dip into it now. Is that right? But you've just trained for thirty years as a man. No, no, don't matter. Just yeah, it's like, forget it's about like, that. It's like, it's like you what? going to play under fifteens. <laughs> it's like you going to yeah. play under fifteens rugby. Like, yeah, but I identify as a fifteen-year-old, so I'm gonna go and play. Well, no, you've had the training effect. That's Bonkers. not fair. Like, and it's this is the other problem with it. Is like I said, how many female UFC fighters at forty-five are gonna win ch- games within two minutes? <laughs> no, I doubt many of them are this, because this is the weightlifting. Quite a few thing are old. Well. I Again, like 43. 43. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I brought that up. I said most 43-year-olds, they're done. They ain't going to the Olympics. No way. Like, that, that's your career's done at 43. You're nowhere near your peak, right? Like, and this is a problem. Like, is... We wouldn't even expect, like, shooters and stuff of just that kind of skill to be there at that age, right? That's the thing. Like, some maybe it's... horse riders, that's about it. Like, they're there. It's, 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 it, honestly, it's, it's this, and this is the problem is like, these are, these are arguments we're having. And like I said, it's not even this, I keep repeating it because I have to make it clear. It's not about the transgender thing. It's just no. about fairness. It's just about fairness. And it's the, the problem is like I said, it's like, I, and I, maybe I feel so strongly because I, again, having a daughter, right. But imagine if Isabel turns around to me and she's like, dad, I want to be an Olympic weightlifter. And my dream is to go to the Olympics. And she works her nuts off, not literally, um, to the age of like, say, 28. She gets to 28, right? And she is, she's given everything in her life to be this Olympic champion. And then it comes down to it. And she, she comes second place to someone who's 45, who transitioned when they were 40. And then that person can lift more than them. And they were a man and, like you said, trained for that long. How do you explain that to, how would I explain that to Isabel? How would I explain that that's fair? How would I explain that she could be the best in the world, but actually she's not because this this person decided that they wanted to compete in it at that age no it's for me that's where that and again i don't ever talk about these things that crop up in discussions around even like you can talk about politics covid you've said i've not touched it i've not talked about it same with transgender issues i don't talk about it because i just don't want to get involved in the argument because personally no one gives a shit what i think about that but this for me was about sport and it was about yeah. fitness. And I was like, no, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going sport. to give my view on this because yeah. it's about something that I'm passionate about, which is sport and fairness. And I think that women's sport is not talked about enough as it is. And like I said, this for me was like, no, I'm going to defend women's sport here because it's just not on. Like, it's just not fair. They have it's obviously like, you, said, like the, you have the testosterone like stuff all the way through their career. Oh, right? so, so you look at, so there's, there's obviously a, a, a similar thing that's obviously happened to poor old Casta Semenya. So yeah. that girl, okay, actually... She was born a woman and she's still, she's been told she can't compete. She's, she's been told she's not allowed to compete from anything to, from 400 metres past 1500 metres or to 3000 metres. And she's been told, unless she takes uh, testosterone reducing drugs, she's not allowed to compete in those. Fucking that ridiculous. This is the problem. It's like, this is the problem. Is it's just that these big companies fall in for that woke culture because they're worried about offending. And it's like, this isn't about offense. This isn't about someone's feelings. You're not saying transgender people can't compete. Create their own category. Create their own category and give them all the funding in the world. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Don't care. I'm cool with that. Put loads of funding. Governments, put loads of funding into it. It's, it's ridiculous because it, it, all it is is just one more category. It's fine. Like if yeah. you look at the look at the Paralympics, are you joking? Like there are millions of categories, like depending on disability, and that is absolutely because they want it to be fair. Because you're like, hang on a minute, Paralympics. These people are running with blades. They probably shouldn't run against the people with normal legs. Oh really? Uh, interesting. That yeah. oh this this person who's swimming 
doesn't have any limbs, but they probably shouldn't be going to the ones with limbs or like with only and one think, little limb. And, and like, how inspiring hmm. is it for those Paralympians to have that? to aspire to go this is this is what i was this is me i can do this i can and it should be that same way for for, for laurel um, laurel hubbard it should be that she has a category to go i can own this space not be put into the spotlight like this this is the olympics federation's fault this is their fault for creating this it's no one's fault it's not her fault because you it's should not be her like, fault for transitioning it's not anything go to like all those women be like actually uh laurel hubbard and I don't know when she transitioned. You can go train, go train, take as much testosterone as possible for the next 10 years and then come back and then you can be a woman and you can smash it. That is basically what you're really saying to these people in I just think really in biological have, sense. <laughs> I just think that they could have, I just think they, they could have created such an amazing thing for the trans community with this. They could have said at the Tokyo Olympics, there's going to be a trans category for these events because we've had a number of athletes qualify based on their performance and her skill level they are they've reached the, the the minimum requirements so we're going to create that category that's a different conversation and we're talking about something completely different here we're talking about celebrating that if that's what what they want and that's what you know the olympics want but this is the olympic federation just falling for woke culture and it's so frustrating to see that again like I said, it's going to be the death of women's sport if it's allowed to carry on because women will get to that point where they've trained all their life to the age of 26, 28 for something like this. And then they're, they're going to go to the Olympics and they're going to go against a trans woman and it's going to be a million times harder. They're going to get their fucking skulls fractured in a boxing match. Who knows what might happen because it's just not fair. And they're just going to go, they're going to go, they're going to get so disenchanted with the thought of it. They're not even going to bother trying. I had a female PE teacher reach out to me and she said, how am I supposed to speak to my, my girls in PE about this? What am I supposed to say? Because they're going to say, well, it's not fair. And what am I supposed to say as a teacher? Am I allowed to say that it's not fair? Do I need to support that? It's putting people like that in a very awkward position because in 10 years, we might get girls go, well, there's no point trying, is there? There's no point trying. Like you said, you might as well say to girls, hey, actually just take loads of performance enhancing drugs until you're 40, then declare that you want to start playing a sport start playing it and then go to the Olympics. Like, like you said, that's what Pete, that's what's happened. And now, so now, now with the Olympics, are we saying actually women? Yeah. You might as well, you can take drugs. You can take performance enhancing drugs because is that now allowed? It's not allowed. Of course it's not, but that's effectively what this woman has done for her life. As you just pointed out again, it's not about the gender that they are, whether they trans, whether whatever it's a biological fact they have a bone More. structure and a muscle structure that allows them to perform at a faster, different, different level to women. It's, it's, it's like Insane. I said, it's like saying, it's like saying to women, go run this 400 meters against that horse. No, it's not a fair competition. <laughs> it's not a fair competition. It's not the same You're thing. Dan's obsessed with running against the horse, I've realised. Like... Well, they'd fucking ruin you, wouldn't they? But like, it's like, it's like any, it's the same. You could, you know, I just... To me, it is that. It's a different thing entirely. It's a different competition. Man and woman wouldn't run against each other. They just wouldn't. It's not fair. Yeah. It and is. I, it's like you said, it's inequality. Trying to battle inequality, I, I get, I understand, I appreciate. But to the point where you make everything equal, but then it becomes unequal, is just ludicrous. Yeah, on too anyway. far. Too but far. It's... it's like, you sound like a great athlete, Laurel Hubbard, but I don't think it's fair. Sorry. Um, yeah, mate. All right. Last thing. I just wanted to, because I, I I will answer all of, uh, quite a lot of answers, actually. 
Um, I little put a little story out yesterday as I was writing a uh, script, classic, about programming. Um, what do you, I don't know, in terms of like you got obviously reps, sets, whatever you load, exercise order, exercise selection, tempo, um, what else? What else do you program? Rest times, where to go in the gym, um, wherever they go. What do you think I put out of all those? Basically, I think people went a little bit too fast and loose with what I actually said, <laughs> but because there was some correct answers, what is the most important part of programming, in my opinion, out of all those kind of variables? Oof. It's not a trick question. It is one of what I just said. Um, repeat what you said again. List them. So the question is, what what is basically the, the variable that I think is probably the most important part of programming? Is it like reps? Is it sets? Is it load? Is it tempo? Is it intensity? Is it uh, exercise order? Is it exercise selection? Is it, uh, I don't know. Yeah, have all those. I would think it would be exercise selection. I think that's what you might pick. That is exactly um, what I picked. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably just knowing. Because all those um, other things, because all those other things are, you can kind of go, well, yeah, you can kind of argue maybe, but there's also arguments to say, well, no, because you can do like exercise orders, not that. It, it could be a bit important, but I, yeah. Exercise selection, hundred percent, is going to impact so many more things. Yeah, I I went with because obviously there's a lot of people went with I guess what is the right answer because everybody went was like in terms of what is the most important thing, and uh, I had I don't know a good like fifteen replies saying like enjoyment. <laughs> I was like, I get that, yeah, but the, the, I think. Uh, it's a nice thought, isn't it? It's a great thought. <laughs> it is a great thought. I obviously I, I kind of stressed the uh, I stressed the general population in what I was talking about and yeah. enjoyment and adherence. That is probably correct. Yeah. Um, apart from Alex Kujewski has a thing basically about me. He thinks I should take Ritalin because my hands move too much. Uh, when I sit, <laughs> he just keeps showing the violence and extent of arm gesture. It's like, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you love her. <laughs> I love her. Uh, yeah, just moving my arms around. Um, but yeah, establishing rapport, screening. Well, um, that's basically on somebody on the PT call who've just moved on to screening, screening part. <laughs> you love talking about screening. It's like, yeah, I do, but it's just because not a lot of screens are shit. Uh, but yeah, no enjoyment. I get. But I think you get enjoyment from the coaching more than the exercises and all that kind of stuff from programming. Yeah. I don't think you get enjoyment from programming. You get enjoyment from the coach, don't you? Um, I think you can have a horse shit program, but the client might still enjoy it depending on who they're with. But yeah, the exercise selection, I think, guys, is probably the biggest thing going forward. Because yeah, like you said, I think we've talked about it before. How many reps? <sighs> six to 12 you probably get away with that most of the time um how many sets three to five you probably get away with that most of the time how much load is it hard yeah okay cool um does it feel like it's enough load for you could you go up yeah okay we'll probably have to go up next week or in the next set uh intensity or like in terms of tempo mm, 
Yeah, control it on the way down, be forceful and act with intent on the way up. Yeah, cool. It's pretty much a standard unless told otherwise. Um, stuff gets really simple when you've been doing it for about eight to 10 years, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> you're like, shit. Crazy. I learned all this other shit. Um, yeah, then exercise order. This is, I, I kind of played around with this because I spent a good, probably when people get to unit five and I talk about uh, walking through a template of exercise order. I do talk about exercise order a fair bit, but that's because it fits into certain categories and how we blend things. Um, but then I, but then I, I spent, I must've spent about half an hour, 45 minutes reordering stuff and going, yeah, that's fine. But then I could do it this way. No, that's fine. But then I could do it this way yeah. because, the, because you can, I've just got to explain post going, you can do this, but this, this is probably most optimal, but you could do this and you could do this. And then how to basically each one and be how to break it up for like more bodybuilding or more other strength and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I went exercise selection because I think you can fuck somebody up by doing the wrong exercises. Um, well, that's the thing, like you just said there, like you said about load and you said about things you can go, oh, yeah, that feels kind of good. Yeah, we can move on. Whereas exercise selection could be, fuck, that really hurts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Do you know, yeah. like is... That load is like, oh, that's a bit too heavy for me. Can you take it back? Yeah, cool. No worries. Exercise selection, you get that wrong. And it's like, yeah, that really, really hurt. And now yeah. I can't move properly. Right. Um, oh, so like, can't, yeah, you go from like, all right, yeah. This person sucks at, yeah, box squatting. Yeah, we're going to go ask to grass on an overhead squat. What? Yeah. Why would we do that? No, all right, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, regardless of load. Category, yeah, yeah, regardless, regardless of load. Yeah, like they physically will not be able to get into that position. I think um, I get that you could shove a load of load on some of that's common sense. I feel like exercise selection doesn't get a lot of common sense, and that's knowing just mechanical uh, regression progressions mm. and being able to do that on the fly. So yeah, a lot. I, I I like the way people have uh, said enjoyment, but the general public tend to not know how to work hard in sessions. So be a dick sometimes okay yeah I'd, uh, I'd argue that i'd argue that enjoyment is is something to consider for some of your session but yeah i don't not enjoy some of the shit definitely I not definitely not because i have clients that i will i don't enjoy i don't enjoy mobility or stretching don't enjoy no. it i go back back and forth and they like i have one client who particularly complains every fucking session no matter what and be like oh we did this last week and i'm like we did similar thing or last session we did this last session and i was like no no you did it seated and now you're doing it standing like that's different in my eyes like oh we did this mm. it's it basically it's just, if i filmed her i think it's a chelsea handler scenario if i'm truly honest uh <laughs> yeah. like but i'll make her like laugh every now and again but it's just like yeah she'll she'll constantly bicker and say she's got a better exercise to do it's like oh could we not do that i was like no because you suck at this one like why do i want to do that one like so you're yeah. gonna do this one it's so funny but yeah there's a constant bicker of it's like i put this in the program because she's like shut up all right go away yeah. but yeah she probably doesn't enjoy herself most of the time um some of the time she does because i'll be like all right with your like i don't know ski erg or with her assault bike i always let her do biceps just because i just yeah i'm just like you can do biceps whilst you're not on it crack on like, how many i was like i don't care just do them like stand there and yep. get some <laughs> like it's all right you're not you're not on like thg you're not that i go massive so it's absolutely fine um yeah i thought it was an interesting topic because I, I could see there's a lot of people who are going for enjoyment and preferences and adherence and all that kind of stuff um yeah i like that one yeah. genetics very current 
Uh, <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, lovely. Anyone who is this? No, not from me. Not from me. I'm enjoying my uh, new podcast station. All right. I have a nice blue yeah. chair. And yeah, Pete behind the curtain, I did tell Dan, but he's it's propped up. Basically, normally I'd have my desk, but as uh, yeah, I'm in my girlfriend's flat right now. Um, it is, I'm sitting on a nice blue chair in the corner, nice lamp behind me. And Dan is propped up on a uh, an Ottoman puff and uh, two pillows and uh, other things. So he doesn't just stare at my groin. And it's much appreciated, Tom. <laughs> I literally was like, he probably won't want to stare at that. So yeah, good. I'm liking. No. I'm liking podcast podcast corner. It's good. Yeah, mate. It could be a real thing. Could could be something you stick with. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna do all my videos from here. Just uh, I'm gonna end up stroking my beard, sitting in my blue chair. I'm gonna have to get summit. Like, I feel like summit's missing from this bit. Maybe there's a picture there. I might move the picture into more display. Maybe. Yeah, it just seems yeah. like a little blue light in the corner, you know, a little like dim one, like just to add some yeah. ambiance to it. I like it. It's good. I feel like Chloe's gonna like probably move it around just to annoy me. Um. Well, that's, what, <laughs> that's what women. That's what women do, mate. So, yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, I'm bored of it there. It's been there. It's been there a day, so we need to move it. Thanks, Ray. Right? Like, yep. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. See you later.